This is Binoculars, the podcast about the people, the world, our society. My name is Andreas Copes, and this podcast episode is called Gender Study. Now, have you ever developed an interest in a thing and then dropped it because you thought that it was just not accepted by society because it did not match the perception society has about your gender? Some people even stop or don't start studying what they want just because of these prejudices. According to the American Society for Engineering Education, less than 20% of engineering bachelor degrees recipients in 2015 were female. In this episode of Binoculars, I talked to two people who overcame the social pressure and decided to go for what they were passionate about. The first person I talked to was Julia, my cousin in Germany. Julia is studying mechanical engineering and she is in her last semester writing her bachelor thesis on additive manufacturing of steel components. Now here's the interview. Hi. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm Julia. I'm the cousin of uh, Andy. And <laughs> um, I live here in... Uh, Germany and um, I'm studying mechanical engineering and I'm at the end of my bachelor studies and yes I'm writing my bachelor thesis at the moment. What about? Um, oh okay that's, <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> um, I will tell the, um, the topic in German and yeah. I hope you can uh, translate it later. Oh, so yeah. it's um, Haftfestigkeitsuntersuchung von additiv gefertigten Bauteilen auf Flachstahl. Okay, we certainly will have that in here. <laughs> people will be like, really, what the hell is she talking so about? So it's yeah. about additive manufacturing and do something with a 3D printer and some steel because I'm at a steel company, ThyssenKrupp Steel. Okay, but so, ThyssenKrupp yeah. Steel Europe, so... Why why did you start studying what you're studying now? So why did you say, I want to become an engineer, I want to study engineering? I started this uh, right after my uh, school. Yeah. And um, I started because I uh, like math and I want to do something with math and some technical themes. And as I went to um, some universities and searched for the right for the right field to study and yeah, mechanical engineering was <laughs> the first one I found. So it was uh, more a try and not that I want to do it. Uh, I want to do just that. Mm -hmm. And then you developed a passion. So it was that you yeah. liked mathematic first and yeah. you wanted to have something where you can yeah. use that mathematic um, It's skill. different to most male students there because they often start to study it because they like cars. Mm -hmm. Most of them like cars a lot. And um, there was at the beginning often a very difficult topic because I don't have that much knowledge about cars and it was difficult to get in touch with the male students there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and did you, so did you develop an interest for uh, cars now? That uh, not really, yeah, so I like cars uh, which look good and yeah. are fast and so on, but not that uh, much like they know about uh, how much horsepower they have or uh, yeah, something like that about the engine and so on. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, 
really interesting. Um, and when you started studying, how did it feel in, the, in your first semester being surrounded by... Because that's what this episode is going to be about, like yeah. you being female. I mean, we didn't really say that, but it's kind of, kind of obvious. <laughs> you know? um, so how do you... How did you feel in, in your first semester or and how are you still still feeling? <laughs> oh, I think I knew it before I started studying. So it was not such a surprise that are there are more male students than female. And so it was uh, it was okay for me, I think. And sometimes in the first semesters, um, they don't took you seriously. So it was... A little difficult to work with them together but if they get to know that you're um, smart and that you want to do it and um, are as good as they are then they take you seriously and then you can um, work with them as with everybody I yeah. think so um, but you just have to let them know that you can do this so if you're a little shy and not that confident, it's difficult, I think. So certainly you didn't experience that yourself because you said you were a smart, independent... Oh, no, I'm a little shy at the beginning. If I get to know someone new, it's a little difficult. But um, I think with time it works, so... <laughs> you uh that's probably just a side note but you also found your boyfriend because of your major right or is yeah still? not really <laughs> because of my major but because of university and because of the uh, acti activities um after the courses so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but so it's not a dating platform <laughs> not really <laughs> not the courses as yeah. uh, as they are but afterwards <laughs> So you say that um, you would certainly encourage women who are interested in that field to study it and don't pull out just because they think they won't uh, they won't succeed because of a male oppression in the in that subject. No, I can say that uh, everybody can do this despite of their uh, if they're of male or female. Everybody can do this and. Um, You don't have to be interested in cars, I think. Yeah. So if you like technical themes or just mathematics, you can do this. So please start studying engineering. <laughs> We need a lot of engineers. And I think it's very interesting. Um, you get to know so much topics you don't know that they are connected with mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. And you can do... A lot of jobs after you studied it so okay. yeah what <laughs> can you give us some examples come some so you can uh, be a constructor uh, or uh, somebody who constructs uh, new machines and so mm. on I don't know how to explain right but uh, or um, you can be in um, in the production of uh, something so you can be uh, with big machines and do the maintenance and so but also you can be in uh, in the office and manage their projects and so on with uh, are uh, connected with mechanical engineering t uh, ther um terms so yeah <laughs> would you would you say that um a lot of 
so you pointed out the the part where you said that a lot of men chose it because they're interested in um, cars. Would you say that a lot of men also chose to study that because they think they will get a lot of money after graduating and starting in their job because engineer uh, engineers are usually well paid? And would you say that that girls or women choose it because it's their passion? So do you see any difference why that that why why people choose the subject of engineering? Mm, probably in the first semesters you get to know these motivations, but um, the people who study till the end, so mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who um, give up uh, between these semesters. Um, but I think we all have a passion who are there. So um, yes, money is a good point because you are well paid, but I think it isn't the main motivation for them okay <laughs> and um, where do you see the role of gender yesterday today and tomorrow so meaning like what was the what was it um, let's say some 30 years ago for women in the field of engineering what is it like today we kind of got that already mm -hmm. and how do you see it or what would you say in, in probably 30 40 years where do you see the role the gender role in the engineering field I think it a very important role because uh, we have to go to the fields there are uh, not that much women now but I think um, it will become better uh, not better yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that women Diverse. are better yeah, yeah of course so um, I think it's good when more uh, women get in this field mm -hmm. I think in the past there were just not that much as now but uh do you know of any female engineer that was very famous for any invention oh not out of my head okay, now yeah. <laughs> there are many male uh, inventors but do they teach uh, you history in in, in school in university no uh, but i'm not um i've not chosen it so um probably you can choose it okay yeah but when you have your textbooks and they give you like this is the invention of this and that and this oh, is no we talk more about um about the mathematics between um uh, behind it so um Yes, you don't get to know about this is that invention or this is that invention. You get to know how to um, calculate it, for mm. example, how to do this. So I'm not on a university here in Germany. You have the difference between university and I don't know how to translate. Fachhochschule. Which is more uh, theoretic ba theory based. No, yeah. that's university. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm more <laughs> yeah, the practical-based... Yeah. Um, um, yeah, right. And so um, we have a lot of internships in, um, in our courses, so we get to know how to do this on our own. So, mm -hmm. yeah, in electrical classes, we um, do this <laughs> electrical yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, we were talking about the future. Do you... Do you feel like or do you think that our society and especially in your case the German society does enough to encourage girls and women to go into the engineering field? 
Of course, I think there are um, a lot of projects to encourage young women to uh, to get into technical jobs. For example, at my university, um, last semester started a course mechanical engineers just for female students and um, for their shy students. Mm. Um, and I hope that there will be more projects to encourage them because I think it's it's important to get all women who want to do this and not those like me who want to do this and do this. <laughs> Would you say that um, regardless of the gender, any engineer is a shy person and more introvert or is it very like mixed and they're like... It's very mixed. Very so um, it's funny if you have projects there and you have to do a presentation in mm -hmm. front and you can um, compare the groups and um, yeah, it's very um, yeah different, different between... Yeah. And I think we already talked about that as well, but uh, I just want to ask that question again. So before you chose your um, major in um, university or in college, did you think about your gender and your role as a woman? And did you think, well, maybe I should not choose it because it's it's so male-dominated? No, I I don't think so. I just choose it. and That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And um, then my, my last question is, what does your university do well and what could it do better regarding the support, the, the encouragement of female engineers? Oh, I think um, you, at university you don't have to encourage women because if they're at university... Um, they're already stuck. <laughs> <laughs> all things are done, so... Um, I think at my university it's good that you have small groups because we're just, uh, I think, 50 person in one course. and so that is 15 or 50? 50. Okay. And yeah. it's uh, very nice, the atmosphere. So yeah. mm, I think you can do this before in school. There you have to encourage uh, the young people to do this. Who would do that? Who would go into schools and encourage? Would it do the school itself or do you see any organization being responsible for that role? Yeah, for example, the universities or uh, companies have to um, go into the schools with female or male engineers, doesn't matter, and uh, yeah, introduce themselves and what they do. Um, as I was in school, I didn't know what an engineer is doing at work, so I think it's important to let them know what they're doing. Where do you see yourself in, let's say, the next five or the next ten years? What is your plan? Oh, in the next five years I'm going to study, I think, my master, but... Uh, yeah, maybe you want to yeah. mention like you met my master in... I'm product engineering, okay. so it's... Um, It's also mechanical engineering, but it's about product development and so on. And after that, I want to have a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where and what maybe. exactly, but um, yeah. Maybe you become an uh, ambassador and go into schools and encourage <laughs> Yeah, other, maybe. Other that women. would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like in the world to know about um, in general just the field of engineering and studying engineering yeah. it's 
more interesting than you might think. <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of options. And I think for the students, don't give up. Just go on and it will get better. <laughs> so it's not that you were there with your just screwdrivers or your blue plants and you were just... No, you know, no, no. It's very... Yeah, uh, interesting. If you of are course. into technology, and, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that's it. If you yeah. don't want to mention anything more, no. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank Here you. So Julia does not see any difference in gender in what motivates students to study engineering. So according to her, it is not that women do it for passion and men do it for money. Julia certainly sees an uptrend in women signing up for engineering classes, whereas in the past it was predominantly male. The history of engineering is not a big topic in her studies, so she does not find out about all the inventors and female pioneers in um, her engineering classes, but more about how processes work. In order to achieve the uptrend in female engineers, Julia sees the responsibility to recruit young women in the hands of big companies and high schools. Now, after talking to her, I was curious and wanted to know how it actually feels in the workforce as a female engineer and how one feels about looking back at the time when you were at university. Luckily, I was able to find Sue, a computer engineer in the United States, and here's the interview with her. Andreas Copes. Oh, hey, Sue. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> how are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Good as well. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm referring to you as Sue right away. Amy told me that, that your family name is different than Alphabet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so my name is Sulakshana. I go by Sue. That's like short for Sulakshana. And that's, uh, that's because your family is from um, India or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, thank you very much for, for the opportunity to, uh, to talk to you about that topic. And um, I yeah. think it is very important that we talk about it because um, there's, there's such a gender um, gap and there's so many uh, prejudice about um, women working in the engineering field that I think we have to, um, we, we as a society have to overcome that. But it's, it's important that we talk about it. To overcome that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Tell us uh, who you are and um, about your history a little bit. When you started to study engineering, why you chose that um, subject? So um, I started studying engineering in 1996. I went to Drexel University because they had this really good co-op program. So I figured if I started off with that and then went on co-op, I could figure out if this was really what I wanted to do. Because when I was in first year of college, I wasn't really very sure which direction I wanted to go in. So, you know, like everybody in high school, there was like several things I was interested in and I didn't know what was going to be the thing that would interest me. So I thought the co-op program was excellent. So that's why I picked that school to pursue this major. Mm -hmm. 
uh, when I went to my first year, it was just general engineering classes. And then when I went on co-op, I realized I also like computers and networks and, you know, communication in general between devices. So then electrical and computer engineering seemed to be like the thing to pick for me. So it kind of like all got sorted out once I worked a little bit and, you know, then figured out what I actually wanted to do. And then after I graduated, there was a lot of companies that were recruiting. So that's where I gave out resumes and got my first job. So that's how the whole thing started for me. <laughs> so Drexel kind of helped you to get into the workforce right after you graduated, right? Yeah, yeah. And also while I was in school, because, you know, because of the way the co-op is that you only work, you only go to school for six months in a year. And the other six months, you actually go and work. Oh, so you yeah. can work anywhere and find out what you really want to do. You know, like an apprentice, Yeah. you know? That's, yeah. that's interesting. Do you think that, um, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but it's, it was very beneficial for you to also figure out if you are really, um, if you just not like the the uh, theoretical aspect of engineering, but also the practical uh, aspect? Yes, yes, absolutely. I feel, I feel like once I went out there and saw what it was that an engineer has to do on a regular day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. I think that helped me make the decision that that was like a fit for me, mm -hmm. you know, because I feel like it also sometimes is good to go get out there and work while you're in college because not just to know whether that was good for you, you also figure out what's not good for you. So right. you may have an internship and be like, this is totally not what I want to do for the rest <laughs> of my life. You know, yeah. it helps to kind of guide you in certain directions to find what your passions are. And, you know, that may change later in life, but it's definitely a good place to start. Okay. Um, just to go a little bit back in um, when you were in high school, you went to high school in Philadelphia or um, outside of Philadelphia? I went to high school in India. Oh, okay. Did they encourage you um, to to go into fields of engineering? Is it there where you really developed a passion for that kind of field? I would guess so because when i came here i realized that when there's very few women in my class yeah i mean in india you pretty much by 10th grade you kind of have to pick what your interest is so 11th and 12th is very focused mm -hmm. towards what you actually want to pursue so like i picked math and computers in my 11th and 12th grade so I kind of had already taken some classes in the area and figured out that's where I want to be. So like people get uh, segregated into like the science stream, the engineering stream, or people who are into like the biochemistry, that type of thing. They go to different classes. And there are people that are into art, like different kinds of art streams. They'll go to a whole other school or oh. different classes. Mm -hmm. And then commerce is the third thing, which is like the business related classes so they actually already segregate you in high school and that way you're already in classes that are like for those kind of professions you know okay so yeah, you have a good idea already when you're coming in i feel like that's different uh from america where everybody studies everything sort of like they don't yeah. really segregate them in 11 12 high school 
Do you think that would help um, closing the the gender gap a little bit if uh, America turns into a system like that? No, I feel like then the girls won't even take those classes at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like I've actually given this thing a lot of thought. Like, why is it like this here? Why is it different? And I feel that... Um, kind of generally perceived that girls will be more of the caregiver at home. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how society here seems to be. And so what they don't always think, girls don't always think or are not always raised to think that that type of a profession gives you that balance. Mm -hmm. So they're raised to think that, you know, I want to have a job. I may or may not want to have a job. And if I do have to work, then it's going to be something which is part-time or which is like um, nine to three or whatever hours when the kids are not at home, you know. And then when the kids are home, they want to focus on um, like kids and home stuff. So they don't always want to have a job that is, that's my general perception. Mm -hmm. Not all girls, of course, sure. you know? yeah. but generally people who don't seem to pick these professions always seem to not pick them for these reasons. And um, I, I don't know that um, I don't know that that's not untrue within my field because I'm a computer engineer. I actually have remote work options of flexibility in my work, which allows me to like work from like six to three or something, so that I can because I have two kids of my own now, and I do try to change my day around so that. When the kids are home, I'm not working, you know? I, sure, I try yeah. to do an early day and all that. But I think certain other uh, fields of engineering might not allow that type of flexibility. Mm -hmm. And hence, women tend to not choose that. So you said when you when you started studying here in America, it was only you and one other woman in your engineering classes. Is that right? Yes. And When I actually was in freshman year, there were a bunch of girls, but a lot of them seemed to kind of drop out. Or, And by a lot, I mean possibly five to six. I don't mean like equal in any way at all. Yeah. But those were not all. I mean, those girls didn't keep with the program. You know, they kind of moved out of that. And um, there were only two at the end. And... Um, We pretty much partnered up a lot of times for labs and different work. And um, both of us, though, in no way were um, were unwelcome in any way. Like, professors were nice to us. Students were exceptionally helpful and friendly. There was no, like, it's not like the college system in any way tried to stop us from taking what classes we needed to, to get these degrees. Mm -hmm. So I don't think other women are, like, prevented from doing this i just think they don't choose to do this okay so you think there was no real obstacle that you had to overcome because of your gender during uh, going to uh, college um here to drexel no not at all i think people were very very encouraging i mean uh, we could always reach out to professors tas other members of our class and everybody was super helpful and there was never any like discrimination Mm -hmm. But um, I, I mean, yeah, I didn't think that. 
Okay, great. Do you have any role? I don't know if, if engineers have role models, but do you have a role model that you look up to or looked up to during your um, your time at college or now and say, wow, that person is great. I want to I want to be a little bit like that person or I want to be like that person. You know, it wasn't just it, it wasn't a person, but there was definitely a couple of things that I always um, thought was cool. Mm -hmm. Like NASA is supposed to be or thought to be very cool. Like we grew up looking up to that, the NASA program, the space program, you know, and wanting to like be a scientist who goes, like, you know, space. It, it's really exciting and interesting to me. And I know there are many women scientists and engineers who work on different parts of the NASA program. So I think that was very inspiring for me all the time. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting, yeah. We talked a little bit about that earlier, uh, where you said that um, a lot of women here in the U.S. choose not to go into engineering, even though they would have the opportunity and there would not really be an obstacle to overcome studying that. Um, What do you think needs to change in order to give um, any person, regardless of their gender, the opportunity or encourage more more people to study engineering regardless of their uh, gender? I feel like there's a lot of programs now for STEM, like science, technology, engineering and math. Mm -hmm. I think they are emphasizing that to a certain extent here. But I also think that it has to come, like, I feel that women have to want to do that. I don't think women here want to do that. I think that's one thing that I see different here than where I was in India. In India, everybody wanted to do that, you know? It <laughs> yeah. was, I was lots of women who were wanted to be out there doing these professions. Um, what I think would be great if you would just... Um sum up what you think of the role of women in engineering and why would you encourage every everyone um, just to go into the field of engineering? Why is that the best profession ever for people who are passionate about it? Definitely. For people who have a passion towards it, whether male or female, I don't think gender has any role to play with um, with the choice of this profession because I feel that women, if they decide that that's what they're passionate about and they want to do that, then it is a profession that they can fully, totally uh, understand and be good at and do, and they can provide value. Their um, opinions and their skills are needed in this profession just as much as all of the other professions in the world where they're excelling And I also think that this profession also has um, the ability to provide balance in life, which is, I think, important to women later in life. So I, I and also maybe to men, like now, like you mentioned, men are also equally involved in the house, uh, hold stuff and raising kids and all that. So I think this is definitely a profession for both men and women who want to do it. It's definitely something they should not be deterred from doing because because of their gender. Generally, it can be hard to find the major to study and the profession to work in for the rest of someone's life. But both interviewed people would argue that it is important to hold on to your own dreams and passion and overcome the perception of society, even though it might be hard. <laughs> 
As Gandhi once said, be the change that you want to see in the world. Now that was it for this month podcast episode of Binoculars. I want to thank my editor friend Copes and I also want to thank Amy Lewis because she helped me uh, finding Sue. Thank you, Amy. And thanks, Julia and Sue. I think you were awesome and um, helped me a lot and hopefully be inspirational for other female engineers. <laughs> This was Binoculars, the podcast about the people, the world, our society. My name is Andreas Kopes. Auf Wiederhören und bis bald.